Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar. Logar the Barbarian. Uh, just a quick note, the name I decided to use on the podcast here and on the website lately, Logar is actually my Barbarian character, I've his name, uh, that I've been playing in Astonishing Swordsmen and Sorcerers of Hyperborea. And we're approaching probably the two-year mark of that campaign. It's been a lot of fun. Logar is a, a fourth-level barbarian. He worshipped, uh, he worshipped, Krom, but then got some cursed armor and struggles between worshiping Dagon and Krom. So he's a lot of fun. So I'm going to start today off, or I'm going to make the topic of today a book, a first book review I've done here. And this book is one that I suggest anybody who's running Dungeons and Dragons or some kind of retro clone from Astonishing Swordsmen, Sorcerers of Hyperborea, Swords and Wizardry, you name it. I suggest you pick this up. If you're a dungeon master, it's one of the most useful tools I've run across in years and one of the books I've used the most. And this book is The Tome of Adventure Design, published by Frog God Games. Now, The Tome of Adventure Design can be used for just about any fantasy role-playing game you have, possibly even if you're writing fantasy. Uh, it could also be used for science fiction or other games, but you'd have to do some adjustment because it's very targeted for fantasy. But the ideas you can take and do other stuff with, world-building for science fiction, etc., could be done with this as well. Tome of Adventure Design, what is it? It is a massive book. Well, not massive. It is a what, 200 and... Or it's a 300-page book with just random charts. All these random charts for various ideas and threads. The first, and it's, it's broke down to four parts. Book one is the principles and starting points of adventures. And it gives you all sorts of little hooks, lines, and sinkers, as uh, they always say in the Palladium books. They give you overviews of what the adventures or conflicts are. It gives you everything from, is it a political conflict? Is it a, a mission that you have to go save somebody? So on and so forth. And it's just page after page of different ideas. For example, here we have the missions, your type of mission, and an individual mission, and an item, a location, or an event. You roll on that, and then they have more charts after that. Individual-based missions. Do things like bribing, delivering things, extortion, so on and so forth. One of the targets here, you have uh, patrons and targets. And it just kind of goes on for a while with all these different charts to help you begin to uh, find out what obstacles and things, hiccups and plans there are, what the villain's plans are. The villain plans section is pretty good. What are these villains planning to do? And they give you a larger overview of what's happening. You can go back in, and a lot of the times you, when you're running this and you have just an idea, you can get in your head, and if you start to know the NPCs that are involved in this, you can start kind of piecing it together. The villain plans has... Uh, let me go over the villain plans real quick, because I think that's a really good one to look at while we're discussing this book. Uh, villain plans, master table of villainous plans. The uh, it has each of these different uh, ones you can roll has on in the first initial master table of villainous plans has whole other tables 
dedicated to each of the ones you roll. So you can come up with something like political power. The villain seeks to gain direct or indirect political power at some level of government. Random acts. The villain acts randomly in villainous ways. Reputation. The villain is doing it for his reputation. Subversion to the villain's purposes. The villain is trying to mislead people into supporting his nefarious enterprises. Destroy. Get a line group. Economic power. All these, and there's quite a few others, and it goes on. And each one of those has its own table that kind of goes further into why the villain and what the villain is doing. Really good book for stars. Now, that's only the first 50 pages of these 300 pages. The second part is monsters. I'm probably going to spend a little less time on here because there's lots of things out there for monsters. And this is probably the one that I've used the least, but I've used a few times to create some kind of crazy monsters to go against. And it just kind of... It just kind of gives you random tables of monsters and variations of monsters that you can do. Uh, things you can change them around with to make it a little more interesting. And moving along, you get to the dungeon design. And here from page 126 to about 258 or so is just lots of tables for designing and creating your dungeons. Lots of random items and treasures to run into different tricks that you can pull on the players, uh, different hazards. It, it just it just goes and goes. Then the last section of the book is the non-dungeon adventure design. I've used this a lot. And that starts on page 260. It has various types of, excuse me, <coughs> various types of adventure design. Aerial adventures. Castles and ruins, cities and settlements, planers and alternate worlds, underwater adventures, waterborne adventures, wilderness adventures, general wilderness tables, deserts, forests, hills, and mountains, swamps, so on and so forth. So all these different ideas for adventures that you can come up with when you're hard up. I find that making a few rolls and jotting down just the words or ideas that come up and help is helpful in designing a unique adventure. And sometimes I have to take these ideas that are just so weird and see, well, how does that relate to each other? How does that work? So it's a book worth picking up. Uh, it covers so many things from cities and settlements to, to, to you name it. It's one of the best resources I've ever had in planning for game. I'm going to do a quick, a quick a quick thing here i'm gonna go ahead and do a, a couple random rolls and let's let's roll up since we got a few minutes let's go ahead and roll up an adventure how does that sound and i'm going to go ahead and use the non-dungeon adventure well we'll start with the villain's plan the villain's plan on page 27. oh by the way the places you can pick this book up the frog god games website which is froggodgames.com should have it at least on digital if not physical i don't know if it's still in print the book came out at least 10 or more years ago but it is now print on demand since frog god has been doing a lot of their stuff print on demand so if you go to drive through rpg and search tome of adventure design you'll find it there from frog god games 
The watermark PDF is $21.99. The softcover book is $44. And it looks like right now you can get this PDF and the softcover soft book for $44. And it is worth every penny. I believe when it came out, the cover price I paid was, I think I may have paid full price, but it was originally $42 for the for the uh, the print that came out first. But I also believe there's been other prints of this book. And if you're playing 5th edition Pathfinder, you name it, it's, it's a useful book to have. So, we'll go ahead and do some rolling. Alright, I'm situating myself. We're going to go ahead and roll a percentile die. That's 2. And 4. So, 24. Let's take a look at what the villain's plans are. 27. Uh, page 27 is why I said 27. So 24 and 27 is to destroy a community. The villain is trying to kill, economically destroy, or otherwise inseparably damage a particular community, possibly a sub-community or organization. It could have various motives, ranging from annoyance to following the orders of a greater villain. So you got options there. You could make greater villains. I'm going to make another roll. That's 20. I rolled a 24 again, oddly enough. So I'm going to go over to the destroy the community because it's got its own uh, chart. Harbor the menace. The villain plans to or has already started to provide a safe lair for predatory killer, monster, murder, trapper, arsonist, the dangerous inhabitant might have been brought in, found and adopted, or actually created by the villain. So, we have a villain that's harboring a menace. What is that menace? We don't know. Maybe you could go to the monsters section and roll it up. Hmm. So, we're going to look for the villain's, the villain's purpose. We've got that. Um, the villain's plan. And I'm going to go ahead to the non-dungeon venture design. And we'll do some rolling on there. And we'll see how we can fit all these things together. And non-dungeon adventure design starts on 260. Oh, I'm going a little over this time. But page 260. Non-dungeon adventure design. This is... Three, okay, I got to roll on an eight-sided die for this, this one. Adventure type. And we have a five. Underwater. Ooh. So my question is, how do you intertwine underwater with a uh, with a community and stuff like that that the villain's trying to destroy? Well, I think that we're looking at some sort of harbor city or something along those lines. A docks. That sounds like a good idea. And uh, that's probably where I would end up setting this. I would imagine that the horrible thing that the villain is hiding by that role would probably be in the water. Let me see, what page is the underwater adventure? 287. And we'll go to 287 and see what other elements we have here. Event. That's G100. Hold on, let me re-roll that. All right. I got a 19. Arrival unintelligent aquatic predators so that could be really easy considering he's hiding something there 
we'll go to the unintelligent aquatic predators. Is there a table for that or no? There might not be. Uh, OSHA, it goes on to have different features from ocean floor features to shipwrecks, inhabitants of shipwrecks. And you see how this works. You can just keep on rolling. So at some point in time, we have a city. I'm assuming that's it's a, it's a harbor city or some kind of docks are there. Uh, I played, I was running a lot in the Lost Lands. Perhaps I could flesh out the city of Teller Brindle, which is, uh, which is down there in, in an estuary. So... That's a place I've been wanting to explore and flesh out. They build ships there, uh, shipbuilding naval city. And we could sit there and look at why this villain is wanting to destroy Teller Brindle or something like that. But that's a bit over time. I'm going to go ahead and, and, and wish you all a good day. I'm trying to keep these around 10 minutes. I might extend to 15 minutes for some of these if I have more to work with. You could go on forever with this book and kind of developing and fleshing out ideas real quick at the drop of a dime. And you can, it's easy to work with once you get them. And they really get your creative juices flowing and help you in planning something you're going to DM. Hope that is, uh, I hope that you get it. If you, you get a chance to check out the Tome of Adventure Design, that you find it useful. Have a nice day.